uh, that they're thinking is is in the in the lead chair for this position for the GM. Everything's not official what yet. What franchise is it that you think you'll end up with? Me? Yeah. I, I mean, I know mine. What? Go ahead. Well, you know I'm going to be. The, this whole thing's going to end with me being the GM of the Dallas Cowboys. How? Well, because Jerry doesn't have one. Okay. He's just been waiting. Ever are headed to the state tournament with a nine-inning win at the number one team in the state, Millard West. Today, the Carney Bearcats continue their 2019 state baseball tournament run. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. One ball and two strikes, the pitch. Curveball right back up the middle. Pitcher Carpenter has it, throws home to Miller for one, down to first. Got him! Double play and it stays one and nothing. The one, two, three, double play to end the first inning. And the first inning is in the books for Kearney State Baseball. Kearney eliminated Grand Island last night and look to continue their run today. It's Bearcat State Baseball action coming up next. But first, it's time for the pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Sherman Field in Lincoln right after this word. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Carney Catholic, Awari Dooms, and Copycat Printing. Email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. And good afternoon once again, everyone, from Sherman Field in Lincoln. The Class A State High School Baseball Tournament continues on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, and all the folks listening online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, glad to have you along with us for this second-round consolation game between the Kearney Bearcats and Archbishop Bergen Knights out of Fremont. This will be the first meeting of the year between these two teams. Of course, in this first year of Kearney High, they were trying to get a full schedule, and they were able to fill it up, but Bergen way at the beginning of the year was uh, cost one of the uh, casualties, I guess we should say, uh, of the weather, and they never were able to make that up on two or three occasions. It got wiped out. So this will be the first time the teams have met for Archbishop Bergen. They won their opening round game 5-3 to three over Gretna, and then were beaten yesterday over at Haymarket Park by Millard West. Texas A&M signee Max Anderson had a two-run inside the park home run in the first. That was it. That was all the scoring yesterday as Bergen was held to just four hits. For Kearney, they lost to number one Elkhorn South on Saturday afternoon, 4-3, to three, then came back and beat Grand Island for the fourth time this year, doing it yesterday by a score of 9-2, to two, pounding out 12 hits, scoring five in the third and three more insurance runs in the sixth. Good day offensively for a variety of players, including Braden Miller and Seth Stroh. Each had three hits in the ballgame. Brant Grosskites drove in a couple. He had two hits yesterday as well. The starting pitchers from Saturday are eligible to go today, and they are both in there. Noah Carpenter will get the start for Carney, and Brody Sintek will get the start. For Archbishop Bergen, Syntec gave up six hits, struck out six, and walked two in six innings in the victory on Saturday over Gretna. A no decision for Noah Carpenter after falling down three to nothing. Uh, Carney came back and tied it, and then uh, he was taken out of the game, and Brent Grosskreitz pitched the final inning there. Uh, Carpenter gave up uh, five hits, and uh, those runs, two walks, and five strikeouts, and hit a man on Saturday. So that still leaves Grosskreitz is probably the first man out of the bullpen. He's pitched in uh, most of these postseason games, just hasn't gotten the start 
for Carney High. Carpenter, a great story, and now uh, has went in there and will get his second start of the state tournament. We had a chance once again to uh, catch up with the head coach of uh, Kearney and Kearney Catholic Baseball, which is Brad Archer. And again, you may w- wonder, why is Archbishop Bergen Class A? Well, they do play with Fremont. They call it Archbishop Bergen because they initiated the program. And Kearney, Kearney Catholic was looking at starting the program and allowing Kearney High players to play with them. And that was a few years ago. But now that it is this way, uh, you still have the entire community of Kearney and Fremont playing against each other uh, for Fremont. Fremont High kind of funds the softball as they co-op, and Bergen funds the baseball as they co-op, and that's how that's gone. They've been playing high school baseball since 1997, and of course, this is the first year for Carney. High school baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill, where everybody wins, and Great Western Bank, making life great. We'll hear from the coach right after this. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High Baseball. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtothesched.com. Well, Carney stays alive at the State High School Baseball Tournament after their 9-2 victory yesterday against Grand Island, and they'll get their first look at Fremont Bergen here. Doug Duda with you and Coach Brad Archer joining us here on the pregame show. And, Coach, pretty solid performance uh, after the kids got uh, settled in there after the first two innings. They really took care of business against the Islanders. Well, they did. Uh, Grand Island came out the first inning, and Mason was uncharacteristic a little wild, and but uh, he settled down, and once he settled down, I think that kind of took care of the rest of the team. But another great outing from uh, Mason on the mound. We'd mentioned as the game got underway, Grand Island had really never in the three previous games got off to a good start against you guys, and you limited them to what they did in the first inning. But then they make such a great play. You have the bases loaded, nobody out, and can't score in the second. I think going into the third inning, everybody had to think this is a little more interesting than the first three games. Yeah, no question. Uh, you know, the second inning there, uh, we were able to get bases loaded, and their kid made a heck of a throw from center field when we were trying to tag up the score. But uh, I think from that point on, you know, I could see that we're starting to get some better swings at uh, Javi, and uh, I thought our kids in the third inning did a nice job, pretty patient at the plate, and maybe combined a walk or two with about three or four hits. 12 hits in the ball game yesterday and uh, somebody like Seth Stroh we've talked about his up and down year and how much uh, better he's played here over the last maybe quarter of the season what are you seeing from him I know it all started with a bunt and that's been big for you here in the postseason in all four games well it has been and that's something we take a lot of pride in is being able to get bunts down when we need to an advanced runner and those type of things and I think you saw that yesterday not only from Seth but Brady Miller had a nice bunt you know the game before that Trey had a nice bunt so uh, we've been able to, uh, you know, execute as far as uh, that aspect of the game, but uh, 
No, Seth had a great game yesterday, and and hopefully uh, that continues today and throughout the rest of the tournament. What about Braden Miller? This is a kid that's got a lot of uh, publicity. Obviously, he's going to go play football for the Huskers as a walk-on. He handles himself really well. He has taken over that catcher position. He really seems to be the leader of this team. Oh, there's no question about that. Braden just has uh, that mentality, and I think the kids look up to him. and And he does a great, uh, great job in that role. And he's obviously had an excellent uh, spring for us. But uh, you had to be able to throw him back there behind the plate, take care of the pitchers, and kind of run the show from a defensive standpoint is obviously a plus for us. Brad Archer with us here in the pregame. Coach, again, up and down with the defense, but only one error yesterday, and that's trying to pick a kid off first base that didn't end up being a big thing in, in the baseball game. Do you feel that things are getting a little more solid all the way around as this uh, last two weeks is gone? We've talked about that bottom of the order coming around. It also seems like the errors and maybe those mental miscues have, for the most part, gone away. Well, I hope so. Some of that is just because we've played more games and those type of things. But, you know, at any time, those those errors can step up and get you. Sometimes those balls take some funny bounces. And, and uh, you know, errors are part of the game. So you're going to have them, and you're going to probably have a, a walk or two. You just try to limit those things. And when you do have them, uh, you just try to limit the damage. Uh, you know, you can have some walks in a baseball game, but uh, if you walk the leadoff hitter or those type of things, that's usually when you pay the price. If you're walking guys with two outs and nobody on, you can maybe get, get away with those type of things. But uh, a lot of it just depends on when those situations arise. Brad Archer's with us, Fremont Bergen. We tried to get them. Uh, they were on the schedule, but they were on early in the season. They had so many more games that were canceled, but they had a 10-game winning streak that actually came to an end yesterday uh, with their loss to uh, Millard West, who they played very tough. Uh, you've watched a couple of their games. What can you tell us about them? Well, to me, I watched them against Gretna on uh, Saturday morning in the first game of the tournament, and I was able to slip over there last night after our game watching against Millard West. And you know, I guess what I come away from them is a very scrappy team. They have a nice uh, three-hole hitter, and um, you know, like I said, they're they're very scrappy. They play well. Uh, you know, last night they got beat by Millard West on a two-run inside the park home run by the Anderson kid there at Haymarket. But uh, other than that, that that game just flew. I think it took about an hour and forty minutes. So we got there at seven. It was over by eight forty. But uh, uh, no, just very scrappy. They've got some kids that like to steal bases and very aggressive on the bases and those type of things. So not sure who we're going to see on the mound from them. I know the Syntec kid whose uh, dad is actually from Kearney through on Saturday, and, and I noticed that uh, he was under 90 pitches. So if they wanted to bring him back, they certainly could. But uh, I guess we'll wait and see what happens. And I know uh, as we talk here before the game uh, earlier in the day, you're still trying to make that decision whether to bring Noah Carpenter back, go with Brant Grosskreitz, maybe do something different. I think it's always interesting whether it's summer ball or right here at State. You have to look at just winning that game. Others are saying, well, let's look at winning the whole tournament. Uh, you're taking that one game at a time approach. What will the decision come down to, Coach? Well, we're, we're trying to get our ducks in a row on uh, how the tournament's going to unfold here. Uh, once you get to this stage, if we were fortunate enough to win today, then, uh, you know, just like the Legion bracket, they're going to go back and they're going to try and match up teams that haven't played because there's only going to be four teams left. So they're going to try to match up teams that haven't played one another. So there's a couple different scenarios there. Um, that being a uh, big one being the uh, prep uh, Elkhorn South game. So if, uh, you know, it's going to kind of depend uh, on uh, what happens there because you take a look at 
who everyone else has played. And, and so right now I'm thinking, depending on how the games go, we're either going to see Elkhorn South again or uh, Millard South. Uh, Millard South plays Millard West in the uh, uh, final of the undefeateds. And uh, so we'll just wait and see. But uh, kind of goes back to us. You know, Millard South, I've watched them play a lot. We play them all the time in the summer and those type of things. And they have the same type of team that they've always had. Very quick, very fast, very aggressive on the bases. So we want to make sure that we, we match up a pitcher there in case we play them, that uh, we can give our catchers a chance to uh, slow down the running game a little bit because they'll they'll run you to death and bump for base hits and those type of things. So we got to make sure that we have a pitcher that's athletic on the mound and can hold people on on uh, keep people close at first base. Well, I'm sure as you've told the kids, let's just worry about today and see if we can get over to Haymarket Park, which is what they've been looking forward to. So, Coach, as always, thanks for the time. Best of luck this afternoon. All right. Thank you, Dad. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And welcome back to the pregame show here on ESPN Radio from the State High School Baseball Tournament at Sherman Field, the third game of the tournament for both of these teams as they are now Heartland Athletic Conference opponents. Just didn't get a chance, as we said, to play each other because of the uh, weather earlier on in the year. Our pregame brought to you in part by Buffalo Roofing, reliable roofing for Kearney and Central Nebraska, and Insurance Connection, connecting your family with the coverage that's right. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. First off for Archbishop Bergen, they won the coin toss, so they will be the home team here this afternoon. They had a 10-game winning streak, as you heard us talk about with Coach Archer there, snapped yesterday in that 2 nothing loss to Millard West, who had been number one all year long. So a very formidable foe coming in with a record of 15-5. and Leading off and playing shortstop number eight is Dawson Glaus. Batting second at second base is number 15, Dylan Dix. Batting third at third base is Austin Callahan. The cleanup hitter in left field is number one, Eli Herring. Doing the pitching and batting fifth is number 21, Brody Sintek. Batting sixth in right field, number 24, Mitchell Glaus. Batting seventh in center field, number nine, Donnie Mueller. Batting eighth at first base is number five, Brennan Callahan. And the designated hitter will bat ninth. That's number seven, Jackson Kilfry. Doing the catching today for Archbishop Bergen is number six, Camden McKenzie. The head coach of the Archbishop Bergen Knights is Jeff Hayden, assisted by Scott Swanson and Mike Diekman, 15-5, and five, ranked number eight coming into the state tournament, according to the Omaha World Herald. Three hitters hitting over 400 coming into this tournament. Eli Herrick, 415, Austin Callahan, 414, and then you have 409 for Brody Sintek, who is going to go to Wayne State 
and Dawson Glaus is hitting 407. They defeated Lincoln Southeast 6-3 and Lincoln North Star 11-1 in the district tournament. And then, as we said, beat Gretna before falling to yesterday's second-round opponent, Millard West. Now for the Kearney Bearcats, not a whole lot different. Lane Shires leads off. He starts at second today after starting at third yesterday. He wears number 12. Batting second, the right fielder, number 21, Corbin Foster. Batting third and doing the catching, number 10, Braden Miller. The cleanup spot at third base, number four, Mason Casper. The Kearney-designated hitter is Corbin Rich. He'll bat fifth and wear number 36. Batting sixth and playing shortstop, number 41, Seth Stroh. Batting seventh at first base is number 35, Jackson Worley. In left field, batting eighth is number 14, Sam Engberg, getting the start today. And batting ninth and in center field is number three, Trey Rodriguez. Starting on the mound, number 27, Noah Carpenter. Leading the way for Carney Engberg actually comes into the state tournament, leading the team at 371. Now he has about half as many at-bats as some of the other players, but 345 for Braden Miller, plus three hits that he had yesterday. Mason Casper hitting 333 coming into the state tournament. He had a couple of walks in yesterday's game. For Noah Carpenter on the season, he came into the state tournament with a record of 5-0. and oh. He did not receive the loss. He had the no decision in Saturday's game with an ERA of 2.17, and he gave up the three runs in five innings worth of work this past Saturday. The head coach of the Carney Bearcats is Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Connett, Chris Pocock, and Brian Graham. Carney sets at 18-9 and nine on the season and ranked number seven in Class A coming in to the state tournament. And those are the starting lineups here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Brought to you in part by Duncan Tice Construction. Building with confidence and the bike shed. Head to the shed. Now this is the only 4 o'clock game that is going on today in the Class A state tournament. Following us here at Sherman Field, Creighton Prep will play Elkhorn South. And at Haymarket Park tonight at 7 o'clock in the winner's bracket, it's Millard West and Millard South. We're about ready for state tournament baseball action here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're back in a moment. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And Midwest Elite Contracting brings that dream to you. Whether your old home is not big enough, needing updates, or new construction, Midwest Elite Contracting can complete it. On time, on budget. They can help you with everything, including the design, new construction, remodel, siding, roofing, and more. The only name you need is Midwest Elite Contracting. Stop in and see the showroom at their new location, 3803 2nd Avenue, and online at mweletecontracting.com. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. 
Doug Duda with you back here at Sherman Field. A big thank you to the many fine sponsors and for making ESPN Radio your home for Carney and Carney Catholic Sports as the coaches meet at home plate to exchange lineup cards here with Jeff Hayden of Archbishop Bergen and Brad Archer of Kearney. Uh, yesterday we had a great crowd on hand for Grand Island and uh, Kearney. A really good crowd from Fremont and the Kearney crowd just finishing up the tailgate out in the parking lot as they're uh, coming into the uh, stadium right now. And this will now be the warmest day of the year. And tomorrow will surpass today as the warmest day of the year. Right now here in Lincoln, it tells us that it is 86 degrees. South-southeast wind says 13. It's probably down a little bit, maybe about 8 to 10. And that means it's blowing in straight Straight from center here at Sherman Field. Again, it's 3.30 down the left and right field line, 3.60 to the alleys, and 3.80 to uh, straightaway center. In the two Carney games here at State at Sherman, we have not seen a home run. Seth Stroh gave one a ride to deep center that to hit off the base of the wall. We've had a couple. Uh, Brock Douglas took one to the left field wall. One hopped off the warning track yesterday. So we've got some pretty good uh, power in the lineup. Archbishop Bergen will be in the field. Carney High uh, lost the flip, if you will, and they will be the visiting team. They're going to wear the black tops today with the white and blue trim and the gray silverish pants. Same kind of pants for Fremont Bergen. They wear the green tops with the gold and gray trim. So the teams take the field here, and again, uh, we also have Class B baseball going on tonight on 1230 AM KHAS. Mike Will will be back at Werner Park in Papillion as Hastings will play an elimination game against Norris at 7. Pre-game is at 6.45. Just getting underway there now. Bennington, the lone undefeated team, taking on Waverly. So Class B is a day ahead. They did not have that delay because of the rain on a Saturday. They were able to get that final game in between Bennington and Concordia, so they have stayed on point. Now, if Hastings wins, then they would play tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., regardless of what happens, and uh, would have to win twice, uh, whether that be against Bennington twice or then Waverly and Bennington depends on what happens in that game tonight. And again, uh, we do not know what time the winner of this game will play tomorrow. It all depends on what happens tonight when both of those 7 o'clock games end. There's scenarios where they could play anybody that's still left in the tournament. Uh, It's just that way out there. And for Kearney, uh, they haven't played Millard South or Millard West or Creighton Prep yet in the tournament. They have played Elkhorn South, and, of course, they played Millard West in the district final. We are ready for baseball defensively here for Archbishop Bergen. Eli Herrick in left, Donnie Mueller in center, Mitchell Glaus is in right. At third, it's Austin Callahan. Dylan Dix is at second. Brennan Callahan is at first. Dawson Klaus is the shortstop. Camden McKenzie catching, and Brody Sintek is on the mound. Sintek coming into the state tournament 3-3, three and three, but a 1.97 ERA. So he's their number one. He's the man they go to. Um, and, of course, took the loss on Saturday. So he has four of the five losses, but he's still their number one guy. So uh, Carney will have to be ready for that. And not a lot of change here as far as the offense. Uh, it's Shires, Foster, Miller, Casper, Rich Stroh, Worley, Engberg, Rodriguez, as Engberg gets the start today. And stepping in is Lane Shires. The first pitch this afternoon is a fastball high and away. Ball one. So we're underway here at Sherman Field, 4.03. The first pitch is thrown, and Shires stands in there and takes a rip right at third base, picked up by Callahan, who is playing in, fires across to Brennan, his brother, Austin to Brennan for out number one. Playing in at third on the grass just in case Shires was going to lay down a bunt, so it was an easy one-hopper right to him. And Corbin Foster will step in, the Carney right fielder. 
Foster, a little rough day yesterday. He was 0 for 3, did walk and score in that third inning. And he stands in there as a left-handed batter and takes the first pitch just up and away for ball one. So Syntec headed to Wayne State, who had a decent year in the Northern Sun. With some good pitching, they've got to find some offense up there for the Cats. The 1-0 pitch is down the middle, swung on a miss, strike one. One and one for Foster. So, so far here at the state tournament, Carney has no hits in the first inning. Foster swung on a miss again, strike two. Against Elkhorn South, Braden Miller reached out a two-out error, and yesterday against Grand Island, it was three up, three down for Carney. And the pitch call, strike three, fastball top the outside corner. So after an initial ball there, three straight strikes to Corbin Foster and two up, two down here for Carney. And Braden Miller will step in. So not exactly what Coach Archer was hoping for. His boys, first time through the lineup, haven't been too bad throughout the year. But postseason has been a different scenario in all four games and now the fifth. Miller, who likes to swing at the first pitch, chops it foul at the plate. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. So trying to make quick work of Carney here in the first is Brody Sintek. And Miller now gets settled. Sintek out of the full windup will bring home. And it's going to be chopped right back to him at the plate or at the uh, pitcher's mound. And an easy top of the first here for Archbishop Bergen as Carney doesn't see very many pitches at all. Eight total pitches thrown by Brody Sintek, and three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base after a half inning. Carney nothing. Archbishop Bergen coming to bat. You're listening to Carney Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping's awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Uh, Carney High has warmed up their pitcher, Noah Carpenter. Defensively, Sam Engberg left, Trey Rodriguez center, Corbin Foster right. Mason Casper at third, Lane Shire second, Jackson Worley at first, and Seth Stroh is the shortstop, Braden Miller behind the dish. And Noah Carpenter getting his second start of the state tournament. Dawson Glaus will step in. He's hitting 407 coming into the state tournament. Again, though, remember yesterday just four hits against Millard West. 
First pitch is a little high, ball one. And I think we'll talk afterwards with uh, head coach Brad Archer about the decision who to start as the 1-0 pitch is going to be a little low at the knees for strike one. Brought that down lower than the last pitch. It's 1-1. One and one. As you heard in the pregame, he hadn't quite decided whether it was going to be Grosskreitz or Carpenter. As Noah winds in the 1-1 pitch, he's going to be fouled straight back 1-2. and two. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. See your home real estate agents like Amy Johnson or Robert Fitzgerald. I don't know if he waited to see or catch wind of what Bergen was going to do, but I think once they went with number one Brody Syntec, he probably decided to go with Carpenter. The 1-2 pitch now to Glaus. And called strike three. First batter goes down looking. And we have yet to have a base runner in this contest with one out in the bottom of the first. And Dylan Dix will step in. Dix hitting 292 on the season. Senior that can come in and pitch for him as well. In fact, he's probably their ace at 5-0 coming in to this state tournament. And the first pitch to him. Squares up and takes a look at a fastball strike one. We've talked about it when we've watched Carpenter pitch. He doesn't necessarily overpower you, but, boy, he is a great placement pitcher. And if he can get his off-speed stuff to work, then he is really, really the number one. 0-1 oh, pitch, and there it is. Curveball taken for strike two, 0-2. Oh, two. And just as the season has gone along, Carpenter more comfortable, more comfortable out there. As we've talked about before, they didn't even know that this kid was going to be pitching for him this year, and here he is. The 0-2 oh, pitch. Miller sets up outside. And if you've been following Carney baseball and listening to us, you know that that's where it is almost 99% of the time on an 0-2 count. It'll go outside. So now the count, one and two. And Dix settles in and pops it up into shallow center. Coming in Rodriguez, and he guards it and has it and has the second out of the inning. Rodriguez got a quick jump on it and settled in on it. Two up, two down. Austin Callahan now bats. And Callahan is the second leading hitter behind the next man, Eli Herrick, just a percentage point apart coming into the state tournament. Callahan is a left-handed hitter here for Fremont. Rodriguez will take a couple of steps toward left field. Everything else straight up the infield playing fairly deep at every place but third. And the first pitch is going to be knifed toward short. Stroh just over his head. Jammed him in on the hands, and it floats over Stroh's head for the first hit of the ball game. Two-out single for Austin Callahan. Brings up the cleanup hitter, the left fielder today, Eli Herrick. So good pitch that time for Noah Carpenter, but fought off by an equally good at bat, Austin Callahan. Scoreless here in the bottom of the first, just underway on ESPN, KXPN, Kearney, and online, PlatteRiverPreps.com. So out of the stretch for the first time, Carpenter wastes no time but throws it high. Ball one. State baseball brought to you by Biotest Plasma Center. Be a superhero. Save lives and get compensated. And also Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. 1-0 pitch now. Touch high with the fastball. 2-0. Brody Syntec is on deck. After a two-out single from Austin Callahan. Eric now stands in there, looks very relaxed, almost like he would take it all the way. Now he squares up as Carpenter comes set and fires a strike over the inner half. Two balls, one strike. Austin Callahan at first base. Again, another winner go home. And to tell you the scenario, Carney, to win a Class A state championship, still has to win four games, including today. 
It would be one today, one tomorrow, and a doubleheader on Friday. The pitch from Carpenter, 2-1, is out and away, ball three. Three balls, one strike to the cleanup hitter, Eli Herrick. Miller takes a look down at first, but decided not to fire it down there. He's got that cannon. He has no problem throwing it down to his first baseman, Jackson Worley. 3-1 pitch. Thought about it, but it stays low. And a two-out walk. So Archbishop Bergen, a little something going here with two outs at the bottom of the first. Callahan at second, Herrick at first, and Brody Sintek will step in. The leading hitter for this baseball team as he is on the mound and a chance to help himself here by getting it at bat in the bottom of the first. Carpenter will check things out. They will not hold the runner at first. Worley playing normal position defensively. And the first pitch is a touch high. Carpenter... Falls behind 1-0. And Braden Miller says, I'm going to go out there and tell my pitcher to just stride through. Don't worry about it. We've talked about this time and time again, and it is the way it is in baseball in general. You're a lot more comfortable when nobody's on and you can throw out of the windup. But early in games, especially here the last couple of weeks, Carney seems to have problems when they have men on base in the first couple of innings. And you can kind of see that here from Carpenter. After the base hit, he's had trouble finding the strike zone. A 1-0 pitch to Brody Sintek. Miller sets up over the outside corner. The pitch is fouled down the right field line and curves out of play. One and one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Rodriguez comes in a couple of steps in center. Not overly deep in left either. Again, the breeze that we do have here at about 8 to 10 mile an hour is blowing in. Basically from center, maybe a little towards left now as it freshens with a gust. One and one on Brody Sintek. Carpenter checks the runner at second once, twice. Now kicks and fires, and that breaking ball caught the corner for strike number two. One and two. Mitchell Glass is on deck if Bergen can keep the inning going here with Sintek. Two on, two out. Scoreless in the bottom of the first. And a one-two count here to the Bergen pitcher, Brody Sintek. Never got out of the box, stays in there, waiting patiently. And Carpenter takes a long time, finally delivers the breaking ball, strike three called. Froze Sintek, and two of the outs recorded via the strikeout. No runs, one hit, no errors, two men left on base after one of the Class A state baseball tournament. Carney and Archbishop Bergen are scoreless on ESPN. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Well, for the first time here at the state tournament, Kearney is not trailing going into the second inning. 
Both leadoff men for Elkhorn South and Grand Island got on base with base hits and scored. And it was one nothing South and Grand Island after one inning. Carney now will go to the middle of the order after a 1-2-3 first. Mason Casper, Corbin Rich, and Seth Stroh. First pitch, high and tight, actually getting out of the way that time, Casper, because it was up around the chin. Normally he would just stand there and take that. Let's see if we can get Mason going here. Not a lot of base hits here so far in the postseason. He reaches base, but not a lot of taters. He'll take a strike here, one and one. Yesterday, Casper had two walks. He did single in his first plate appearance, so officially was one of two. He was 0 of 3 in the first round game against South, and he'll take another strike here. One ball and two strikes against Millard West. He walked in that nine-inning game and had a sacrifice bunt and was hit by a pitch. So only one hit in his last three games, and he'll take the pitch up here. High, ball two, and let's take it one more against Millard North. He had one single and was one for four. 2-2 pitch now to Casper to lead off the second, and that hit him. He really stood in that time. And then the pitch did come inside, and it got him on the left elbow, and he sprints down to first base to keep the blood pumping. So Casper hit by the pitch. And I think you could put together a small movie of all the hit-by-pitches for Mason Casper just this season. And he'll still have the whole summer to go. And remember, we're just two weeks away from the Legion season starting, no matter what happens this week. So Corbin Rich stands in. With the leadoff man aboard, first base runner here for Carney comes to the top of the second, and Rich will nub it towards first, and it'll be caught near the bag. It'll officially be a foul out, and Casper had to make sure he didn't go too far because Brennan Callahan was only two steps away from the bag when he caught that. So Rich fouls out to first, and shortstop Seth Stroh will stand in. Stroh, three for three yesterday with a bunt single. He also had a double, drove in three, and walked. Scored two runs. And the lefty stands in there and takes one for a strike. So, so far, Brody Sintek not afraid to just bring the baseball at these Carney Bearcats. Stroh was 0 for 2 with a walk against Elkhorn South. The lefty stands in there, takes a rip of the fastball and misses. Strike 2, 0 and 2. So you just hope Seth gets off to a good start because when he does, it usually means a big day. There's not a whole lot of two-for-fours this year for Seth Stroh or one-for-twos. It's either, like we said, three-for-three or oh-for-two or three. The pitch swung on and fouled away. He just brought another fastball after him. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Steve Corum or Lori Sierra today. Proud sponsors of Carney Baseball. Again, playing him straight up defensively here. Maybe the shortstop shading a step towards third here for Fremont Bergen. Lead away by Casper. They do not courtesy run for him because he's playing third today, not pitching. And the breaking ball inside. So an off-speed pitch for the first time to Seth Stroh, and he'll take it for ball number one. Scoreless, top of the second, but Casper, the leadoff man, does reach base here for Carney. Nobody out. And a 1-2 pitch to Seth Stroh. Fastball high, ball two. Two and two, Jackson Worley is on deck, and then Sam Egberg would get an opportunity. Sam started on Saturday. Yesterday, Gabe Shires started. 2-2 here for Stroh. On the way, swung on, and fouled straight back. And the count will remain two balls and two strikes. Again, Hastings baseball tonight at 7 o'clock. And you can hear that 
on 1230 AM KHAS. As the state baseball tournament now reaches midweek, Bennington leads Waverly already 2-1 to one in the bottom of the first. Pitch to stroke, called strike three. Thought that that was going to break inside too much to the lefty, and it stayed on the corner. And that'll be strikeout number two here for Brody Sintek. So after the leadoff hit by pitch by Mason Casper, two straight outs here, and Jackson Worley will step in. Worley yesterday doubled in the sixth inning, had a walk, was one for three. Worley's pitch curveball in there, beauty, strike one. Against Elkhorn South, of course, Carney only had three total hits. Worley reached on a fielder's choice and was 0 for 3. As Syntec checks the runner, Casper, and the 0-1 pitch swung on and fouled at the plate 0-2. So Syntec settling down here after plunking Casper on a 2-2 inside pitch. State tennis gets going tomorrow. State track on Friday will be in Omaha with updates all weekend here on ESPN. The pitch chopped high to the mound, waiting for it to come down. Syntec throws over and has Worley. Had time to get him. And the second chop back to the pitcher. So a lot of action here already for Brody Syntec. Two throwouts and two strikeouts. And for Carney, no runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on after being hit by the pitch. We go to the bottom of the second. At the state tournament, Carney and Bergen, scoreless. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Play ball! Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High Baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! So let's go to the bottom of the second inning here at Sherman Field in the Class A State Baseball Tournament. It'll be the six, seven, and eight hitters for Bergen as they left two men on in the first. Mitchell Glaus, Donnie Mueller, and Brennan Callahan for Mitchell Glaus. He steps in there hitting 328 on the season. And Bergen gets their second chance here in the bottom of the second. Noah Carpenter's first pitch is going to be pop foul out of play. Strike one. Take a look at what this team has done throughout the year and including the state tournament here. A team batting average that uh, is very respectable, over 300 on the season. And the 0-1 pitch is down and away for ball one. One ball, one strike. Here to Mitchell Glaus to start off the bottom of the second. Scoreless. Winner gets to play at Haymarket Park tomorrow. The 1-1 pitch. Curveball, chop foul. Of course, Bergen did get to play there yesterday. The winner's bracket was there yesterday. And it stays there tonight. One game at 7 o'clock. Millard South, Millard West. One ball, two strikes to the right fielder. Mitchell Glaus, leadoff hitter here in the bottom of the second. Donnie Mueller will be next as he waits on deck. 
Carpenter gets the signal, and the 1-2 pitch is going to be chopped. Brought it inside and jammed it a little bit. Foul ball. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. District golf wrapped up yesterday. Both Kearney and Kearney Catholics teams have made it to state. Kearney Catholic gets to stay at home at Meadowlark Hills. Kearney high up to the Norfolk Country Club. One-two pitch check swing. Oh, they say he went. And that'll be strike number three, the third strikeout here for Noah Carpenter. All three games I've noticed any kind of check swing has basically been called a strike. Anything that has even motioned towards the plate, they have just went ahead and rung them up at home. I think we've only had one time where we had an appeal strike call. So standing in, Donnie Mueller. And Mueller tries to bunt it, but pops it foul behind us. And the one yesterday, it was uh, like the umpire sneezed because everybody in the place knew that it was a strike. And they went and appealed, and, and they got the call. 0-1 to Mueller. Stands in there as the number seven man in the lineup. And the pitch from Carpenter right down there for strike two. 0-2, and and Carpenter working from ahead most of the way here. Only time he got in trouble was when he walked Eli Herrick after giving out the two-out single to Austin Callahan. So the count now is 0-2, and and the pitch outside. 1-2. and Just going to be able to record that after a while. 0-2 pitch outside. 0-2 pitch outside. 0-2 pitch outside. That's, that's what Carney does. Now 1-2 pitch from Carpenter. Chopped towards third. Right at Casper. The one hop fires it across a little high, but Worley was able to stay on the bag and snag it. In fact, he had plenty of time, even if he did come off the bag. And two up, two down here in the top. Bottom of the second for Archbishop Bergen. Now Brennan Callahan will come up for Brennan so far on the season, hitting just 185. But the main stay over there at first base. Trying to get three up, three down. But again, remember, the first two men went up and down in the first inning for Bergen. And the fastball is high, strike one. Callahan was ready to swing, but it was up in his eye, so he let it go. Don't forget, later tonight here on ESPN Radio, game one of the NBA Eastern Conference Final as the Milwaukee Bucks are at home. This pitch is going to be popped up into shallow right field. Whirly out, Whirly looking, and it's going to fall. Base hit in between Foster and Whirly. Jackson Whirly did kind of the whirling dervish there. He twirled towards second, then the wind... Didn't take it as much as he thought, so he came back towards first, tried to lunge after it at the last moment. And a bloop single with two outs here. We'll set up the number nine man, designated hitter, Jackson Gilfrey. And for Gilfrey, batting 306, but as the designated hitter, they're keeping him in the nine hole, which is pretty unusual for a DH spot. First pitch to him is low, ball one. Scoreless here, bottom of the second. Carney High has had one base runner as Casper got hit by a pitch last inning, but couldn't even move him. The next three guys went down in order. Carney will have 8 9 1 when they come to the plate in the third. Fastball high, ball two. So this is exactly what we saw in the first after the two out hit by Callahan. Carpenter out of the stretch, threw some pitches high and ended up with a walk. Let's see if he can battle back here against the number nine hitter in Gilfrey. 
the 2-0. Going to be chopped towards short. Stroh has it. He's going to be able to take it himself for the force out on Callahan. And that will end the inning. So Archbishop Bergen has gotten through the lineup here through two innings. No runs, one bloop hit, no errors, one man left on base. And after two in the Class A State Baseball Tournament, Carney and Archbishop Bergen are scoreless on ESPN Tri-Cities. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda back with you here at Sherman Field. We go to the top of the third inning. It'll be Sam Engberg, Trey Rodriguez, and Lane Shires coming up for Carney in a scoreless game. Fans just probably not even quite sure how to act as it's so nice and even warm now after just a couple of days this week, getting warmer every day, and it will do that again tomorrow before tailing off with a chance of some Showers and maybe even some severe weather this weekend. Hopefully it stays away from state track. As Engberg steps in, and Sam will hit one over shortstop for the first base hit of the ball game. That's exactly his wheelhouse. Sam likes to go up there and be aggressive. He might strike out on three pitches. He's never, that I have seen, hit it over anybody's head in the outfield, but he has definitely been able to take it and place it, and the team leader in batting average gets a hit here to lead off the third. So let's see if Carney can move him around. Now, this is usually where you're going to see a bunt. They did not try to bunt Corbin Rich when Casper got on with the hit by pitch. Rodriguez has actually hit the ball well here in the postseason, but he squares to bunt, and he fouls it to the first baseline and out of play. Strike one. In fact, we've seen Carney just trying to advance a runner with sacrifice bunts, bunt well enough that they're getting base hits. Trey yesterday in the baseball game doubled to get that third inning going. He scorched one to left. That was a tad bit misplayed, but it wasn't touched. Then he walked later on in the ball game. And he had two of the three hits, but both infield hits. One was a bunt against Elkhorn South. And here's a pop-up bunt that's going to stay in play and handled by Brennan Callahan. So a pop-out here for Rodriguez on the bunt. And Engberg will stay over at first base. And back to the top of the lineup here, Lane Shires. He grounded out to third on a sharp one-hopper. And Austin Callahan still playing in right on the edge of the grass. As Shires stands in there for the second time here this afternoon. Scoreless top of the third. And the first pitch down the right field line, but ninth foul brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Rhonda Johnson or Mark Shipperwright. Your home real estate agents. Doug Duda with you on a sunny 85-degree afternoon here in Lincoln. Corbin Foster on deck. Carney trying to get the first run of the ball game here in the top of the third after getting their first hit with Sam Engberg. 
Brody Sintek will check the runner and bring it home, and it's in the dirt, but already going with a stolen base is Engberg. He was off before that ball got in the dirt, and a stolen base here for Carney. And a runner in scoring position, ball one, one and one. Now, as you heard Coach talk about in the pregame, Coach Archer, Brody Sintek's dad, actually from Kearney, and played in Kearney. And stayed at UNK. Third baseman backs up now with a 1-1 count, anticipating a swing and not a bunt, and it's called strike two. Working the outside third of the plate. Elaine Shires now down to the count, one ball, two strikes. Engberg at second with one out here in the top of the third. Another elimination game, and they all are now for these two teams the rest of the way. Engberg gets his lead. The pitch to Shires back up the middle, but in the air. Coming in the center fielder, Donnie Mueller. He'll haul it in for out number two. No chance to advance there for Engberg. So Shires sent it right back up the middle, but got under it just a touch. And two outs now. So just like in the second, Carney got the leadoff man on and two straight outs. At least here at Stolen Bases advanced him down to second for Corbin Foster, who went down on strikes. After two healthy swings, he was called out on a 1-2 pitch looking. Base hit puts Carney most likely on the board if he gets to the outfield. So Engberg, nice lead from second. And the pitch swung on again and missed strike one. Foster has had some healthy cuts up there. He just hasn't been able to make contact so far. Again, the winner of this plays at a time to be determined, either 9 a.m. or noon tomorrow, against an opponent to be determined after tonight's games. Are all done. Pitch to Foster, fouled back and out of play. State High School Baseball on ESPN, brought to you by Moonlight Custom Screen Print and Embroidery. Everything's better by Moonlight. And also Insurance Connection, connecting your family with the coverage. That's right. Doug Duda with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Foster now down to the count 0-2, and he'll foul it right back into the net again. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. So Brody Sintek gets the ball, wheels and deals. A lot of fastballs. Now let's see if he changes something up here against Corbin Foster. With the count still 0-2. And two foul balls after that. Swung on a miss, strike three. He just kept bringing it, but he brought that one a little farther up in the zone. And for Sintek, that'll be his third strikeout of the ball game. Two of them against Foster. No runs. Carney gets their first hit. No errors and one man left on. We go to the bottom of the third. Carney and Archbishop Bergen are scoreless on KXPN. Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. 
Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great in Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses, locally grown, locally owned. We go to the bottom of the third of the second time through the order now for Archbishop Bergen, the leadoff man Dawson Glaus, who went down on strikes, Dylan Dix, who flew out to center, and Austin Callahan, who had a bloop single over Seth Stroh's head. So we have a scoreless game going into the bottom of the third with Noah Carpenter, on the mound, Carpenter has recorded three strikeouts and given up two hits so far. Both of those hits were with two outs. And we get the bottom of the third underway. Carpenter's first pitch, faking the square to bunt, pulling it back. Called strike one. I've got Casper charging in a little bit. Worley playing very deep at first. So there is a lot of room if you want to drag it down the first baseline. And the 0-1 pitch is a curveball. Strike two on the inner half. Pitchers aren't been coming inside very often, but they are been have been very effective when they do. And the 0-2 pitch from Carpenter. Where is it? Where is it, fans? Where is it? It's outside. One and two. Actually, Miller that time didn't even set up outside. So one and two now to Glaus. Carpenter takes it high. Ball two. I guess the good thing is, Carpenter's had a lot of 0-2 counts already in this game. Two balls, two strikes, but this is about what happens every time. Two balls right after it. Now the money pitch coming from Noah Carpenter. Takes a little extra time. The wind and the pitch is swung on a miss. Strike three, the fourth strike out of the ball game here for Carpenter. So again, the leadoff man down. The leadoff man is yet to reach base here for Archbishop Bergen. Dylan Dix stands in. Dix flew out to center fielder. Trey Rodriguez, very routine to a little shallow center, his first at bat. And a big curveball stays up around his noggin. He has to duck out of the way. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. On deck will be Austin Callahan. Looking for our first bit of offense in the game. Fastball low. Ball two. And, of course, yesterday for Bergen, it was really just one hit that determined the game. Max Anderson had that inside-the-park home run at Haymarket Park just sliding in safely in the first to make it 2 nothing, and that was it. And the 2-0 pitch is going to be grounded towards short, sharply to Stroh. He scoops it up on the third hop and puts it right on the money to Worley. And for the third straight inning, two up, two down here for Archbishop Bergen. But now for the third straight inning, can they get a two-out hit? Austin Callahan did it in the first, and he's up there now here in the third. One of the two hits for the lefty. And for Austin, he is headed to Iowa Western to play some baseball. 4-14 coming into the state tournament. Lefty with an open stance here. Waits for the first pitch from Carpenter, which he delivers. And it's low, snagged there by Braden Miller. Four ball one. In the other game that's going on right now, that is in Class B, Bennington and Waverly, 2-2 in the top of the third. Carpenter, a little more deliberate here in the 1-0 pitch on the way to Austin Callahan. Swung on and chopped right back up the middle, and he's two for two. Couldn't have thrown that up the middle any better than Callahan did, so for the third straight inning, a two-out single 
for Archbishop Bergen, and now Eli Herring steps in. And remember, both times, Carpenter then missed the strike zone high, so let's see if he can keep that from happening again and falling behind here. He walked Herring in the first inning. But then again, this might be the most dangerous hitter for Bergen. And the pitch. Swung on and fouled back, so he kept that in the strike zone. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Robert Kiat or Wendy Vosser. Doug Duda with you on this Wednesday, still scoreless here in the bottom of the third state Class A baseball tournament. One on, two out here. And the pitch. Curve balls a beauty. Strike two. So 0-2 to the left fielder, Herrick. Syntec would be next. Callahan gets his lead away from first. And what's the count? 0-2. Where's the pitch? Low. He changed it up a little bit. He didn't get that one outside. But it's low and it's still a ball, 1-2. and two. As The crowd filters in. Again, there'll be a second game here tonight at 7 o'clock between Prep and Elkhorn South. One ball, two strikes now to Herrick. And the pitch, check swing, but that time he held on another curveball that broke low, 2-2. Two and two. So 0-2 goes to 2-2. It has happened about five times now, and just about every time, in fact, I think every time, the 2-2 has either been a strikeout or put in play. So Carpenter's been really good about throwing a 2-2 strike. 2-2 pitch is going to be taken. I don't know where it missed, but it was ball three. Braden Miller looks over into the dugout for the 3-2 pitch count, and that will allow Callahan to get going during the windup here. 3-2 with a man on and two outs here. Scoreless in the bottom of the third. Eli Herrick, the pitch on the way from Carpenter, is hit into right field, and that is going to be down. Foster knocks it down, trying to get it in. They cannot score the man from first. And so runners at first and third. The ball took a hop, then it went off the heel of Foster's glove. He actually hit it about three times with his glove before he was able to bend down and pick it up. And once again, with two outs, Archbishop Bergen has something going here with a sharp single by Eli Herring. Followed up on a pitch that looked like a strike but wasn't called. And so runners on the corners. We have a runner at third base for the first time in the game by either team. And that'll bring up Brody Sintek went down on strikes at the first and can, as the pitcher, give himself the lead here at the plate. Scoreless in the bottom of the third with two outs now. And the pitch. Down low, blocked by Miller, but it gets away, and that will allow the runner to slide into second base. Eli Henrik, and they have to put that down as a wild pitch. He wasn't going, but once the ball bounced out in front of Miller, he took off. Of course, the key there was to not let it get behind you and let the runner Callahan from third score. So now two runners in scoring position, and Syntec ahead in the count, 1-0. And I think Carpenter now is going to go out of the full windup. He feels much more comfortable doing that. So he sets up on the rubber now, checks the signal from Miller, and the pitch. Low, ball two. And now Seth Stroh will come in and talk to him very briefly. If somebody from the infield talks to the pitcher, it's usually Seth. 2-0, two, two on, two out. Bottom of the third, we're scoreless. All this happening with two outs again for Bergen. 
the pitch by Carpenter. Low. Ball three. And Carpenter in danger of walking his second batter of the ball game. So 3-0, and you have to assume Syntex taking. But you also have to assume Carpenter's going to try and groove one here. Let's find out what happens. 3-0 pitch. Swung on. Chopped right back to the pitcher. Carpenter, he's got it. Over to Whirling. And again, the two-out rally is thwarted. So they gave Syntex the green light, and he chopped it right back to Carpenter. So no runs, two hits, no errors, two men left on, and another strikeout in that inning, giving Carpenter a total of four. But so far, five men left on base through three innings for Archbishop Bergen. We're scoreless heading to the fourth. You're listening to Carney Baseball on ESPN Radio. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Well, once in a while, it takes a while for Carney to get on the board. They have not been shut out all season long, but there have been a couple of instances, even here in the postseason, it took them until the 6th against Millard West to get on the board when they were down 2-0. took them until the 5th to get on the board Saturday against Elkhorn South when they were down 3-0. Ended up tying both of those baseball games. And as we go to the top of the 4th, it will be Braden Miller, Mason Casper, and Corbin Rich here for Carney. And Braden Miller, who loves that first pitch strike, swings at an off-speeder out ahead of it, strike one. Miller chopped it back to the mound in the first inning. Carney, one hit. That was Sam Engberg leading off last inning. And here's a fastball taken, strike two, 0-2. Mason Casper on deck, the third baseman, then Corbin Rich. Brody Syntek working quickly and efficiently, and the 0-2 pitch is down and away. Ball one. One ball, two strikes. Scoreless. Top of the fourth. State elimination game here at Sherman Field. The 1-2 pitch swung on and drilled into the hole between short and left, and Braden Miller coming off a three-hit performance yesterday where he didn't reach the first time. Reaches the second time here today with a sharp single to left field. So for the third straight inning, Carney has their leadoff man aboard. And now Mason Casper steps in. And we will see the courtesy runner here with Will Richter coming in for the Bearcats. And Coach Brad Archer giving a long line of signs down there. And again, Carney, most teams wouldn't necessarily butt with their four-hitter. Casper, he would probably do it. They did it with Rich yesterday. They did it with Braden Miller. So if they're doing it with those guys, Casper might, and they're going to throw to first just to see. But actually, Syntec did it so quickly. 
Casper wasn't really ready. Now the first pitch to Mason Casper. Not bunning. Takes it for a strike at the knees. 0-1. And Casper, just a couple of hits in this postseason, but he's walked, been hit by a couple of pitches, just like he was in this game to start the second inning. 0-1. A little windier today than it was yesterday against Grand Island. Blowing in at about 10 mile an hour. Throw to first. Back in time. Callahan keeps the glove there on the courtesy runner, Will Richter, just in case. Big hello to all those listening out there losing golf balls on this beautiful afternoon. The pitch to Casper out and away. On his way to second is Richter, and he just got in there. That pitch was way outside, almost got away from the catcher, Camden McKenzie. And Richter was gone on the pitch. He gets the second stolen base of the game, and that was close. The throw was up the first base side, and he tagged him on the foot. But they say his hand was in there, and it's ball one, one and one to Casper. So now free wheeling up there for Mason. Chance to get somebody on the board. Now he squares to bunt, pulls back, and takes strike two. And Mason was intending to bunt. You could tell by his reaction he actually thought it was a ball. So now one and two. Brody Sintek checks things out, comes to the stretch, likes that slide step. And the pitch is going to be slowly grounded towards short. Can't advance the runner. The throw over to first, and Casper is out. As Dawson Klaus, no problem fielding that slow roller. So one on, one out. And Corbin Rich, the designated hitter, will step in. The first pitch he saw, he nubbed off the end of the bat right to the first baseman, Brennan Callahan, who caught it in foul territory by about two steps. Will Richter running down at second after Braden Miller. Had a sharp single into left to start this inning. Scoreless, top of the fourth. Four hits for Bergen, two for Carney. And Rich takes a fastball away, ball one. One ball, no strikes to Corbin Rich. Big hole over the second base towards right center. And Rich can turn on fastballs, and he turns on one here but fouls it off his foot. And it goes the opposite direction towards the Carney dugout. One ball, one strike to Corbin Rich. Came into the state tournament for Carney as that DH, batting 255 on the season. Yesterday, Rich had a sacrifice fly, hit by a pitch, and struck out twice. And against Elkhorn South, he was 0 for 3, grounded out all three times. Excuse me, he was one for three, had a single, and then was forced out once. Rich foul tip into the glove for strike two. So one hit here in the state tournament for Corbin Rich, and he trails in the count one and two here with the courtesy runner, Will Richter at second, one out. Seth Stroh, the shortstop on deck. Scoreless, top of the fourth. And the pitch to Rich. Swung on and drilled into that gap in right center field, and Carney's on the board. Coming over to pick it up is Donnie Mueller, and Will Richter will come in safely with an RBI single. So the freshman gets his biggest hit of the state tournament, and Carney takes a 1-0 lead here at the top of the fourth inning. That'll bring up Seth Stroh. Went down on strikes back in the second inning. So Carney, as they have in the postseason, takes a while. 
But eventually the offense shows now, will it be a one-run inning or will it be a crooked number big inning for Kearney? They scored five against Grand Island yesterday and three against Elkhorn South as Stroh pops it up into shallow right. The right fielder, Mitchell Glass, doesn't have to take it because Dylan Dix goes about three steps onto the grass and hauls it in. So Stroh flies out to second. And that'll bring up Jackson Worley. Worley chopped it back to the pitcher, Brody Sintek, to end the second inning. Carney's on the board. one nothing. Top of the fourth. For Archbishop Bergen, they'll have 6-7-8 and eight coming up. In the fourth. And the pitch to Worley. Fastball strike one taken over the outside half. Again, the story for Bergen, the first two men have been retired in each of the first three innings, and then they've had a base hit each time with two outs, and twice they've had two runners on base. Big curveball that is freezing Worley. He'll look at it. Strike two. 0-2. Corbin Rich down at first after the RBI single. Two outs here. In the top of the fourth, the 0-2 pitch to Worley, and he swings at one in the dirt and just tipped it. So he'll stay alive. No balls, two strikes. Jackson Worley stands in there for the Carney High Bearcats. Junior, first baseman. Count stays 0-2. Rich, about a three-step leadoff first. He's not going anywhere, and time called. So everybody gets reset, stepping off the mound. Brody Sintek toes the rubber again, and we're ready to go. The 0-2 pitch. Worley chops it towards second. It'll be picked up there. Dix will throw it over for the Ely out to Callahan, and that will end inning number four, the top half. But for Carney, no run, one run. On two hits, no errors, one man left on the first run of the ball game. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Carney won. Archbishop Bergen, nothing. You're listening to the Class A State Baseball Tournament on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And Midwest Elite Contracting brings that dream to you. Whether your old home is not big enough, needing updates, or new construction, Midwest Elite Contracting can complete it. On time, on budget. They can help you with everything, including the design, new construction, remodel, siding, roofing, and more. The only name you need is Midwest Elite Contracting. Stop in and see the showroom at their new location, 3803 2nd Avenue, and online at mweletecontracting.com. Com. The State Ace High School Baseball Tournament on ESPN Radio is brought to you by SeaTech Flooring, your restoration experts, and uh, Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Carney, a one nothing lead now as we go to the bottom of the fourth, and Mitchell Glaus stands in, a strikeout victim his first time up, and he'll take an off-speed pitch a little high for strike one, the upper part of the strike zone, says our home plate umpire. Then it's Donnie Mueller and Brennan Callahan here in the fourth for Archbishop Bergen. They were shut out yesterday by Millard West. 
Left five men on through the first three innings. Chopped towards short, picked up by Stroh, and he'll fire it to Worley for out number one. So again, four straight innings that the leadoff man has been retired here for Archbishop Bergen. Donnie Mueller steps in. He grounded out to the third baseman, Mason Casper, in the second inning. Archbishop Bergen hoping to make a little deep run here in the state tournament. Carney in their first trip to state ever. And Carpenter tries a breaking ball that stayed up for him, ball one. 1-0 to Mueller. one nothing Carney. And the pitch. Fastball just out. Ball 2-2-0. Two, two Waiting for something to happen here for Archbishop Bergen. The pitch a little low. Ball three. So three balls, no strikes. Fremont Bergen made it to state in 98, but it was single elimination. And then last year went 0-2. Got their first ever state tournament win on Saturday in Scretna. And the 2-0 pitch is taken for a strike 2-1 to Donnie Mueller, the center fielder for the Knights. Brennan Callahan is on deck. Nobody on. One out in the fourth. Strike two called. And the count now full. It was 3-0. Now it's 3-2. Callahan on deck. So a 3-2 pitch on the way from Noah Carpenter. And it is strike three called. He took them all. And Donnie Mueller drops his head, saying, I can't believe all three of those were strikes. And he will be retired here for out number two. That is the fifth strikeout for Noah Carpenter. And for the fourth straight inning, the first two men have been retired for Archbishop Bergen. The last three innings, they got a hit with two outs. And one of those was from Brendan Callahan, who stands in there and takes one over the inner half for strike one. So I don't know if they're patient at the plate or if Carpenter is just fooling them a little bit here. But Noah has really done a good job. Throughout this start, the 0-1 pitch. Swung on and poked into shallow right field. Foster comes in. He's got it for the first time. Three up and three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on and one strike out there for Carney starting pitcher Noah Carpenter. We go to the top of the fifth in this elimination game of the Class A State Baseball Tournament. Carney won. Archbishop Bergen nothing on ESPN. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. We go to the top of the fifth inning in a baseball game that's only about an hour old. 
Not even quite yet. Our first pitch was at 4.03. It's Carney 1. Archbishop Bergen nothing. Sam Engberg, who had the first hit of the ball game in the top of the third, will lead things off here for the Bearcats. Scoring the only run of the game for either team. Last inning. And Brody Sintek fires it to Engberg. Takes a hack at the first one, and this time comes up empty. Strike one. Singled on the first pitch he saw in the third inning of play. Doug Duda with you on ESPN State Baseball. First year, Engberg tries to bunt and fouls it straight back. 0-2, foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Carney 1-1, just like Archbishop Bergen. But the Knights were here last year, as we told you last half inning, but dropped a pair of games to Lincoln Schools. Heading home. Engberg swung on and missed, strike three. Sam's going to swing at almost any 0-2 pitch, and the scouting report says get it out of the zone, and that one was out of the zone, and Sam goes down on strikes. That'll be the fourth strikeout of the ball game for Brody Sintek, and now Trey Rodriguez. He tried to bunt Engberg over in his first at bat and popped it up to first. And this time he'll nub it towards second. Dix lets it bounce in front of him, and he's able to corral it. The problem with that sometimes is when it's so close to your feet, it might take a bad spin. It had so much top spin on it, but it just kind of died there in the dirt right in front of Dylan Dix. So two up, two down into the top of the order, Lane Shires. Shires is grounded to third and flown out to center. So Brody Sintek, after giving up a run in the fourth, trying to make quick work of Carney here in the fifth. Swing and a miss by Shires, strike one. Again, the winner will play at either 9 a.m. or noon tomorrow at Haymarket Park. Depends on how tonight's games come out. 0-1 pitch, fouled on the right field line. It'll stay in play, but not enough for anybody to go get it. And it's 0-2 as it bounced off the fence. We are here at Sherman Field. Carney has played all three of their state tournament games here at Sherman Field. The way it was supposed to be was you were going to get a couple of games over at Haymarket, but the rain messed that up. Shires looks at strike three. And it's three up, three down. As the 0-2 pitch brought him a breaking ball that was right across the letters. Two strikeouts here in the inning for Brody Sintek. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth in the Class A State Baseball Tournament. Carney won. Archbishop Bergen nothing. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High baseball. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! We go to the bottom of the fifth. Kearney won. Archbishop Bergen nothing. The designated hitter, Jackson Guilfrey, steps in. He chopped into a fielder's choice where they forced out Callahan to end the second inning. 
So Gilfrey stands in there, batting just over 300 on the season, and he'll take the first pitch for a strike. Off speed again from Noah Carpenter, the starting pitcher. He and Brody Syntek both started for their teams on Saturday. So their second state tournament game, this 0-1 pitch is low, 1-1. So far, five strikeouts through four innings for Carpenter. Two in the first, one in every other inning. 1-1 pitch. In and low, ball two. Two and one. State baseball on ESPN brought to you by Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill, where everybody wins. And Great Western Bank, making life great. Chopped right back through the wickets. The second baseman, Shires, can't get it either, and it finds its way as a seeing-eye single into center field here for the number nine hitter, but designated hitter, Jackson Gilfrey. It went right through Noah Carpenter, so that meant it skipped off the mound, which gave it a weird glance, and Shires tried to get to second base and scoop it up, but it got right by him. And so that'll bring up Dawson Glouse, the first time that Bergen has had the leadoff man on in the game. So let's see if they go to the bunt and the small ball here. As Guilfrey gets his lead away from first, and out of the stretch, the pitch squares to bunt, and they call it a strike. First base coach for Archbishop Bergen didn't think so. He gave his look down there like that was way low. That's why my man got out of the way. Nonetheless, 0-1-1. Klaus waves the bat. Carpenter hasn't thrown a lot of first-pitch strikes with runners on, and here the bunt is down, and it's a beauty. Carpenter has to field it. He does with the bare hand and makes the play. So Guilfrey advances down to second, but a sacrifice bunt here for Dawson. Klaus puts the tying run in scoring position with one out, and Dylan Dix will stand in. He has flown out to center and grounded out to short. There's Archbishop Bergen trying to get the first run here in two days at the state baseball tournament. Put up five of the five through in over Gritna. Shut out 2-0 yesterday to Millard West. Nice lead away from second for Guilfrey. Stroh slides in behind him. The pitch by Carpenter taken for a strike. Austin Callahan would be next. And the way this game is going with few at-bats... This might be the last time through the meat of the order for Archbishop Bergen, 2-3-4-5. Carpenter's pitch, curveball, chopped towards third, but it's going to be foul. And they count now 0-2 to Dylan Dix, trying to keep Jackson Guilfrey down there at second. Corbin Rich, the RBI single for Carney in the fourth inning to drive in Will Richter, who was running for Braden Miller, who had the single to lead things off there. In inning number four. Now an 0-2 pitch to the Knights. Dylan Dix, Carpenter comes set, brings it home. Curveball fouled back. So they have gotten away from all those 0-2 pitches being outside and actually challenged the batter there on an 0-2 pitch. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Susan Beasy or Alex Beckman today. So again, 0-2 with the tying run at second. One out here, bottom of the fifth for Bergen. Carpenter's pitch. Swung on and hit into left center field. It's down. Trying to make the shoestring catch was Engberg. That will allow the runner to score, but it will also allow the base hit to go to second. And we are tied. 
So Sam Engberg thought that he was going to be able to haul it in, and then when he didn't field it, an error will allow the runner to get down to second base, and it's 1-1. So an RBI single for Dylan Dix on an 0-2 pitch, and he will advance down to second on the fielding area. He does get the RBI. Now it's 1-1, and the go-ahead runner is at second for Austin Callahan, hitting 414. So Callahan will step in, and now he is two for two. Both of those were two-out singles. He has led the way offensively here. If he gets another single, he may put his Knights ahead. And the pitch. Swung on and popped up towards center field. Rodriguez running, running. Can't get it. And that one's going to roll to the wall, and the Bishop Knights are going to take the lead. On an RBI double, then they throw it home, and it's way over Miller's head. Carpenter backs it up, but it does not allow the runner Callahan to go any farther, and it's 2-1 Archbishop Bergen. So Carpenter had been breezing along, and the third time through the order, Dixon, Callahan, and Guilfrey have something going. The first extra base hit of the ball game for Archbishop Bergen, and that error is going to allow a run to score because Dix would have just been at first and still one out. Eli Herrick, the leading hitter and the cleanup hitter now for Archbishop Bergen, will come in. He walked in the first, and then he singled in the third. And Braden Miller's going to come out and talk with his pitcher. Now Stroh's going to come in. There is nobody warming up in the bullpen. And again, one of the reasons for that Maybe who they're going to bring in, but you have to think Grosskreitz, who is not in the starting lineup today, would be the relief pitcher. He didn't throw hardly any pitches yesterday coming in against Grand Island to clean things up. So Guilfrey singled, and then Glaus bunted him to second. Dick singled him home. Callahan doubled him home. And it's 2-1, to one, bottom of the fifth. Now Archbishop Bergen with Eli Herring stepping in. And the pitch is right down the middle, called strike one. One for one with the walk. All of the offense had been with two outs until that changed here in the fifth. So Carpenter ahead in the count, 0-1. Noah comes set, trying to limit the damage right here. Going to wheel towards second, no play. Brody Sintek is on deck. Both the starting pitchers have gone the distance, and why not? They've been very efficient. Lead away, a pretty good one now from second in the pitch. Fastball just high. Ball one. One and one to Herring. One and one, one on, one out. Two across here in the fifth for Archbishop Bergen. We'll be down to the final four after today, making it halfway through the tournament. The 1-1 pitch. Breaking ball that got low. Good pitch, but he just didn't go after it. Just a touch low, 2-1. So the first time with some serious issues now for the Kearney Bearcats out in the field. Bergen threatened a couple of times, but couldn't cash in. They have here in the fifth. The 2-1 pitch, fastball taken, strike two. So the cleanup hitter, Herrick, has been very patient while he's been up there. He walked in the first. He's looked at every pitch here. 
And when he did swing in the third, he singled on a 3-2 pitch. Two balls, two strikes. Carpenter takes a little more time here. You know, a little more pressure-packed situation. The 2-2 pitch, breaking ball, blocked by Miller, but not good enough. It bounces in front of him, and off the third is Austin Callahan on the wild pitch. Would not stick in the wicket that time of Braden Miller. And now you just need to sacrifice fly to add a run. And another full count. So we'd had a lot of 0-2s. Now we've seen some 3-2s from Carpenter. Eli Herring. Three balls, two strikes. The infield comes in for Carney. They're playing on the grass to throw home if they can make a play. 3-2 pitch fouled back. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. And you have to think, if he gives up a walk here, you got to watch out for a suicide squeeze for Syntec. So big at bat here. Carpenter trying to work himself out of this jam. Already given up two. Another 3-2 pitch. Call strike three. It was a fastball inside. And with Herrick kind of grounding the plate, he thought it was inside. But no, it caught plenty of the plate. Four strikeout. Number six of the ball game. The first of the inning. And now two out. And Brody Sintek struck out of the first. Chopped it back to Carpenter on a 3-0 pitch in the third. 2-1 to one now, Bergen. Fastball taken, strike one. Single Gilfrey, bunt Glouse, single Dix, double Callahan. Then the strikeout, and Syntec steps in there, 0-1-1. The pitch from Carpenter, just missed low. Miller frames it for a long time, but he doesn't get the call. 1-1. One and one. State Baseball on ESPN Radio, brought to you by SeaTech Flooring, your restoration experts. And Steinbrank Landscaping landscaping and Greenhouses, locally grown, locally owned. 1-1 pitch now to Syntac, low ball two. Mitchell Glaus will be on deck and would be next if Syntac can keep this inning going here. Brody, the starting pitcher, has given up just the one run to Carney. And the 2-1 pitch, swung on and missed. Nice pitch down at the knees and on the outside half, strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two runs across for Bergen. And another one 90 feet. Down at third, Austin Callahan, the 2-2 pitch. Chopped back up the middle off the pitcher's glove. Stroh short hops it, makes the play over to first. Nice job by Seth Stroh to adjust after it was ticked there by Carpenter. And Syntec is retired for the third out of the inning. But two runs come across for Bergen. They do that on three hits. There was one Carney error and one man left on. In this Class A State Tournament Elimination game, we played five complete. It's Archbishop Bergen 2, Carney 1 on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Back at Sherman Field here in Lincoln in the other state tournament game, Class B. Undefeated team left in the tournament is Bennington, but Waverly, trying to stay alive, leads them. The number one seed, Waverly, leads Bennington 4-3 in the bottom of the fourth inning. Don't forget, Hastings and Norris will play the other Class B game at 7 o'clock on 1230 AM KHAS. Well, Archbishop Bergen takes the lead with two in the bottom of the fifth. It's two to one, and Corbin Foster stands in to start the sixth for Carney, and he'll foul it off the plate. Braden Miller next, and Mason Casper. And Foster has really struggled offensively here in the state tournament. He's 0 for 2 today with two strikeouts. And unless Carney has a big inning, this is going to be the last time through the meat of the order. See if Foster can reach the 0-1 pitch from Syntec, who's went the distance, is high. Ball one, one and one. Waiting. And the 1-1 pitch. Swung on and popped into shallow center. Now taking a couple of steps back is Donnie Mueller, and he'll haul it in. Four out, number one. And that will bring up Braden Miller. Chopped it to the pitcher and then singled the left and scored the only run of the game for Carney. They did courtesy run for him, but Miller with one of Carney's three base hits so far in the baseball game. As he stands in, swings at the first one and fouls it away. And Syntec made sure he didn't serve up a fastball that time. He went breaking ball that he had to go chop at his ankle, strike one. 2-1 Bergen. Nobody on, one out, top of the sixth. Miller swings on it and hits it high into center field. Backing up, Mueller has plenty of room, settles under it, and he makes the first two outs here in the sixth. And now Carney's down to four outs in their season, and Mason Casper is due. The third baseman hit by a pitch and grounded out to short. Just got a feeling it's Casper time, even with two outs just to get him on base and quickly the pitch to him, and he takes it for a strike. And he's been down on the count a bunch here at the state tournament, too. They watch him take that first pitch and then try to nitpick the corners on it. The 0-1 pitch to Casper. Swung on and down the right field line, but curling and twisting and foul, and it's quickly 0-2. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Steve Corm or Amy Johnson today. And working even quicker now is Brody Sintek. 0-2 pitch, swung on and missed. He'll have to throw down to first. And again, Carney goes three up and three down, and they're down to their final inning of the season. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's Archbishop Bergen 2, Carney 1. You're listening to Bearcat State Baseball on ESPN. 
It's the dream of every American, your own home. And Midwest Elite Contracting brings that dream to you. Whether your old home is not big enough, needing updates, or new construction, Midwest Elite Contracting can complete it. On time, on budget. They can help you with everything, including the design, new construction, remodel, siding, roofing, and more. The only name you need is Midwest Elite Contracting. Stop in and see the showroom at their new location, 3803 2nd Avenue, and online at MWEliteContracting.com. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here at Sherman Field. Noah Carpenter goes back out for the bottom of the sixth inning. Carpenter has went the distance, two runs, seven hits. He has struck out six, just as Syntec has for Archbishop Bergen. But Bergen scored both of their runs last inning. And now Mitchell Glaus, Donnie Mueller, and Brennan Callahan, six, seven, and eight in the lineup, will stand in there. They went down one, two, three in the fourth. This is the third time that Klaus has let off an inning. He struck out in the first and crowded out to short in the fourth. And he'll take a called strike here. So the job for Carney, get out of here and go scratch one across in the seventh. Trailing 2-1 now. Fastball low, 1-1. One one. Again, Noah Carpenter trying to avoid his first loss of the year. And if he only gives up two runs, you'd have to say he did his job. And the pitch... Backhand stop out of the dirt, two and one. In Carpenter went five and two thirds Saturday. Went eight and two thirds a week ago Saturday in that extra inning win against number one Millard West. Then he got number one Elkhorn South this Saturday, and today number eight Archbishop Bergen. The two one pitch, low ball three. And again, it does not appear that anybody's warming up for Carney. So the 3-1 pitch now for Carpenter. Swung on between first and second. Worley dives. It goes off of his shoulder. And they'll pick it up in the infield. Throw back to first. And covering is Carpenter, but sliding back in there is going to be Mitchell Glaus. And Glaus will have an infield single to lead off the sixth inning. So through the first four innings, the leadoff man did not get aboard. Now Bergen has got the leadoff man the last two, and that is going to be it. Because Brad Archer's walking out to the mound, and walking right behind him is Chandler Welker, who has not pitched yet in the state tournament. And that's going to be it for Noah Carpenter as he goes five innings plus, and he'll leave with a 2-1 Bergen lead. A pitching change here on ESPN Radio in the bottom of the sixth. We'll be right back. 
Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Coming in for Carney is Chandler Welker. He does have a lot of decisions. He's 3-1. and one. He actually leads the team with four saves, a 1.38 ERA, and he comes in here to try and get three outs in the bottom of the sixth after the leadoff single by Mitchell Glaus. Donnie Mueller has grounded out the third and struck out, and he stands in there for Archbishop Bergen, who leads it 2-1 to one here in this elimination game in the bottom of six, scheduled for 70 squares to bunt. The fastball is high, ball one. This is exactly what they did last inning. Leadoff man got on, and then Klaus bunted Guilfrey over. So the bottom of the order, kind of getting things going again here in the sixth. Walker's 1-0 pitch. Squares to bunt. Drops it down, and it bounces foul. Good job there by the catcher, Braden Miller, down the first baseline. Let it take that extra hop. He didn't get to it quick enough to try to make a play at second, so let it bounce again, and it kicked foul. One ball, one strike. For Carney, when we get to the top of the seventh, it'll be Corbin Rich, who has the game's only RBI for Carney, then Seth Stroh and Jackson Worley. Outside of Stroh, that has not been a hit parade here in the postseason for Carney. Squares to bunt again. Curveball strike. Over the outside, quarter of the plate, and it's one and two on Donnie Mueller. And I'm guessing they're still going to have him square to bunt with two strikes here. Getting his lead away from first is Glass. Let's find out if it's the case. One and two. Chandler Welker comes set. Nope. He swings and misses. Strike three and a pitch low and away. So Welker comes in and records a strikeout. And Brennan Callahan will step in. For Noah Carpenter, the runner on base is his responsibility. Five innings plus. Gave up eight hits. Struck out six and walked one. Brennan Callahan singled in the second. Flew out to right. In the fourth. One on, one out. A one-run lead, Bergen, bottom of the sixth. Up and in, strike one. Again, we play seven. Checking the Class B game going on at Warner Park. It is 4-4, Waverly and Bennington in the top of the fifth. 
Waverly needs to win to stay alive. Bennington is undefeated at the tournament. Pitch is hammered at third. Casper has it, throws back to first, and got him. Double play. Worley was able to go off the bag, grab it, and step back on. That was a P right into the sun there, and Mason Casper did the double clutch but was able to haul it in. So, A, kind of a tough break there for Archbishop Bergen, but a nice play defensively for Carney. So Callahan lines out. And then 5-3, third to first to pick off Mitchell Glaus in the double play to end the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left on. But we come down to the season as the team meets before going out to bat and going into the dugout. They're all standing in front hearing from the coach as we go to the top of the seventh, Archbishop Bergen 2, Carney 1 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Corbin Rich, the freshman, stands in to start off the top of the seventh. Carney down 2-1. to one. He has the only RBI of the game, and he'll take it inside for strike one. Corbin Rich, one of the three hits today for Carney. Then Seth Stroh and Jackson Worley, who are both 0-2, swung out and missed at a curveball. And Rich just needs to take his time. They're getting Javier cruised right here because Brody Sintek is quick pitching him. The 0-2 pitch on the way. And swung on and missed. And again, the book on Rich is he will, as a freshman, try to protect the plate. So they're going to expand the strike zone. It's 0-2. He's done a good job of working counts back in his favor, but a little pressure right now. Another 0-2 pitch on the way from Syntec. It's going to be popped into the second baseman's glove. Dylan Dix didn't have enough to get to the outfield. Two outs remain. Seth Stroh struck out of the second. And popped out to the second baseman, Dix, in the fourth. Three for three yesterday was a big offensive hero in yesterday's ball game. He needs one here. Two to one, Bergen. Carney got one in the fifth. Bergen got two in the sixth. Excuse me, one in the fourth for Carney and two in the fifth for Bergen. And the first pitch here is called strike one to Stroh. No balls, one strike. Stroh, the lefty, stands in. The pitch taken for strike two. When we are done, the ESPN postgame show. Our baseball brought to you by Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you and Moonlight Custom Screen Printed Embroidery. Everything's better by Moonlight. 0-2, though, to Seth Stroh. Nobody on, one out. High ball one. Jackson Worley next. Then Engberg, the team's leading hitter, and Rodriguez. Who has made some magic happen, but Carney needs somebody on. One-two pitch to Stroh, and a check swing. He went around, and he'll have to throw it down to first because it was in the dirt, and there's one out left in the season for Carney. 
Sestro tatered one to center in his final at bat yesterday. Tried to pop one there and went down on a swing. And Jackson Worley, the last hope here for Carney. Brody Sintek got the win on Saturday, and he's trying to go the distance here. Worley chopped it back to the pitcher in the second, grounded to second in the fourth. He stands in there. The first pitch, high ball one. And another thing, Sintek has thrown a lot of first pitch strikes here the last three innings. Worley with a 1-0 count. Sintek wheels, deals, and just missed. 2-0. Carney might have caught a break there. The Fremont fans didn't like it. Camden McKenzie framed it well. We haven't said his name much because he hasn't hit. He's being DH for, but no problem catching. 2-0 pitch taken all the way, strike one. 2-1 to Jackson Worley. Sam Engberg on deck. He will have to bat if Carney's season's going to continue. The 2-1 pitch to Worley. Strike two. So he's looked at them all. And Archbishop Berg going to pitch away from advancing on at state. Jackson Worley looks at his coach, Brad Archer, stands in there. Brody Sintek, the full windup of the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed, and that's it. Carney's first season is over. It got away from him, but they'll throw down to first. For a moment there, McKenzie couldn't locate the baseball. And a straight pitcher's duel today that only had one error, and that was on a kicked ball after a base hit. The final score, Archbishop Bergen 2 and Carney 1. Carney will end their first season of high school baseball 18-10. and 10. And after getting their first ever state tournament win on Saturday, Archbishop Bergen will get their second one here. Winners of 10 of their last 11. They are now 16-5. and five. We will take a timeout and be back with the ESPN postgame show as you've been listening to Carney Baseball in this inaugural season on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays so when you experience water damage the only place to call is SeaTech restoration in Kearney whether it's fire damage storm damage or even mold remediation SeaTech is here to get it right each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring whether that be hardwoods laminates vinyl tile or carpeting don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Welcome back to Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation NBA Basketball coming up your way tonight as Toronto and Milwaukee meet in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Final at 7.30. Hastings High Baseball trying to stay alive against Norris in the Class B tournament. A win puts them into the final day tomorrow at Werner Park. Pre-game at 6.45, first pitch at 7 o'clock tonight on 12.30 a.m. KHAS and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Going on right now in Class B in the bottom of the fifth, Waverly and Bennington still tied 4-4. Waverly needs to win to stay alive. Bennington, the undefeated team there. Hastings and Norris each with one loss. Coming up next here, Creighton Prep and Elkhorn South play another elimination game. Not a lot of offense. Archbishop Bergen wins the pitching duel today with a 2-1 victory as they take care of Kearney. Two runs, eight hits, one Carney air, six men left on base for Archbishop Bergen. For Carney, one run, three hits. There were no night errors, and only three men left on base. Two to one, the final score of the baseball game here today. We'll come back and talk with assistant coach Chris Pocock right after this on ESPN. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Carney High School Baseball. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. 
Well, let's take a look again at the final numbers of this baseball game. Archbishop Bergen, two runs. They got those in a fifth inning where they had two runs, three of their eight hits. That was the only Carney error, and maybe this would have been a 1-1 game had the ball not been kicked and allowed Dylan Dix on that RBI single to uh, go to second base, but that's exactly uh, what he was able to do. One, two, three hits uh, in that inning, and uh, his single brought in Jackson Guilfrey, but the ball kind of got booted. They thought maybe Sam Engberg that he could catch it, and it bounced away from him, and Trey Rodriguez couldn't get to it quite in time either, and Dix just stayed on his horse and got to second. Then Austin Callahan uh, was able to double him in. I'm not sure that Dix wouldn't have been able to score on that double anyway, and that was really the only time uh, that Carney was in a lot of trouble, but early on, uh, Archbishop Bergen did leave five men on base in the first three innings, and each and every one of those base runners came with two outs. The first two men were retired in all of the first four innings, and they went down in order for the first time in the fourth. Carney went down in order in the first, four men batted in the fourth, four men batted in the third, and then five in the fourth when they scored their only run. They went down in order. The final nine men went down in order for Carney High. So you take that in perspective, uh, Brody Sintek retired the final 11 men of the baseball game. And uh, that's a good piece of pitching, and evidently we should have got his dad a job and kept him in Carney. <laughs> Chris Pocock, uh, assistant coach. And, Coach, I guess that's, you know, I look at it and you chalk it up to it was a pretty good ball game, oh, and they scratched out one more. Absolutely. Two pitchers pitched really, really well. Uh, I, I thought Noah, you know, didn't have his fastball most of the day, but but I thought he competed really well and, and worked through some tough spots. You know, had got two outs quickly, a lot of innings, and then got in some, some traffic but, but found his way out. It's kind of frustrating in the dugout, but Noah... Noah came around. His curveball was good. Obviously, the Syntec kid was was fantastic. I thought he he kept us off balance, and I, I felt like we we had, we struggled with our approach, especially those last three innings. Well, I talked about Carpenter throughout the season. I said in the pregame he wasn't even on the radar to pitch yeah, at the beginning yeah. of the year. All of a sudden, he's pitching the biggest games of the year yeah. for you at the end of the year. As he got more confident, that curveball got better. Yeah, we did. saw that against Millard West, uh, so we took care of that. We talked with Coach Arch in the pregame. Uh, you guys were still deciding this morning who to yeah. go with. What did it come down to today to go with Noah? I, I just think the last two ball games that he's pitched, he's been a hot pitcher. I mean, he just has. He's held good ball clubs down. And and you'd hate to, to go into the summer and, and not say, geez, why didn't we pitch the guy that's been hot? And I, and I think that was a factor. Also, like you said, that curveball's improved. He's six foot four. He's a little funky. The delivery's a little odd. And he kept them off balance for the most part. But, uh, you know, they just had a couple big hits there. Offensively, you didn't have a lot of opportunities, although the leadoff man got on board in the second and the third, just weren't really able to advance them. Now, uh, Sam did steal second, but uh, you just didn't have a whole lot of opportunities today, no. especially when you get three hits and he doesn't walk anybody. Uh, I know. That's the key there. You said it there. He didn't walk anybody because we really felt like we could run on their catcher. Uh, and we did every chance we got, but those chances were uh, slim. Uh, we needed base runners, clearly. And, uh, you know, I just I thought, I thought the nice thing that their kid did from on their behalf was he, you know, he he worked us differently the second and third time through the order. You know, he started started us off with curveballs that last last time through the order, and our guys didn't adjust. And he was mostly mostly fastball the first three or four innings, and then uh, we just struggled getting on base, obviously. And you, you give your your all the credit to their kid; he was good. Chris Pocock with us for another minute. Carney falls at state and ends their season with a two-one loss. 
uh, usually we'd go through that whole, man, we love the seniors and all <laughs> yeah. that. Do you know off the top of your head some seniors that won't be joining yeah. you this summer? Yeah, obviously Braden Miller and Gabe Hines as they're going to be on their way to uh, to uh, play some football down in Lincoln. But Plus but we'll see them at the Shrine game. You will, <laughs> so. absolutely. So, yeah, those two young men who we will miss immensely, and uh, both of them have been key contributors and – and, and, you know, Gabe has helped us on the mound, whereas last year he didn't, you know, for in the summer we didn't use him much. He's been a nice little addition there and good foot speed. And obviously Braden Miller had a, for our squad, an MVP type season. You know, he was dynamite behind the dish, and, and I think he was one of our, you know, top two hitters. So we'll miss those two young men. But other than that, our seniors are going to be intact, and uh, uh, we'll be ready to go in uh, a week from tomorrow. Now, what happens between <laughs> yeah. now and then, Chris, besides the fundraising barbecue yes. and trying to determine who's on all four of those teams yeah. actually how far along are we in that process and what's next absolutely we'll take a couple days off uh and then the tryouts will begin clearly for for coach archer and i with the runs of seniors that team is 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 pretty solid yeah and so but everything else after that it, we're going to have to to look at some positions as you know we we're, we're going to look at catchers first and then short stops and then center fielders and get ourselves set up the middle and make sure we're you know we have enough pitching but yeah uh, it's not very far along, but obviously as a coaching staff, we've had a lot of discussions. And we've, the nice thing is, you know, we know our young players now after seeing them on the JV team all spring. Whereas in the past, sometimes you get question marks about guys. And then and, and those question marks have been answered for a lot of our young men that played for, for me on the JV team. So we got to see a good body of work. So uh, we'll put it together quickly. Coach Graham is a little nervous about getting this together. He plays Wednesday of next week. So, uh, but it's, it'll come together. And finally, Coach, uh, it, it was hard to ask in any pregame this year with Coach Archer, well, what did you think of the first season of high school yeah. baseball? Because that kind of indicated, well, maybe today's going to be it. <laughs> so I'll ask yeah. you, what did you think of the first season of high school baseball, I, Carney? I, I was, I was I, I liked it a lot. I think the kids enjoyed it. You know, the co-op thing was no big deal for our players and our coaches because we've been doing that for a million years, right, in the summer. So that wasn't a big deal. I think the biggest adjustment for a lot of us was – how condensed the season was and the way you use your pitchers. And we knew that, but uh, when you get in the grind with uh, the weather that we had at the beginning, so that has been challenging for everybody. But uh, that was a little bit new for us. But it's been outstanding, and we have a lot of people to thank for this season. And obviously these young men started off uh, with a bang getting down here. We wish we could have lasted a third or fourth day. But New West, both athletic directors, Ryan Hogue, Rick Petrie, been great. Ryan Hogue has been uh, tremendous for us to work with because we've needed a lot uh, in the first season, and uh, uh, he has been great. You know, in terms of transportation and uniforms, and so uh, all those things we appreciate a lot. It's been a it's been an eye opener, but absolutely fun. And we got to get ready to play in a week, so it's going to be exciting. I know the kids wanted to get that chance at Haymarket, and we'll yeah. blame, we'll blame the weatherman Darn for that. It. Chris, thanks for everything. Thanks, Doug. We'll Appreciate talk to you throughout coverage. the summer. All right, thanks. Chris Pocock, assistant coach here. We'll let him go down and join the team. Carney comes up just short, 2-1. to one. We'll be back and wrap things up from Sherman Field right after this. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! 
At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com. Or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Woo, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Back with you one final time in this inaugural season of Kearney Baseball, Kearney and Kearney Catholic, as Coach Pocock said. Uh, Ryan Hogue, Rick Petrie, uh, their corporate sponsor, New West, and so many more. A big thank you to all of those. Coming up next here, it'll be Creighton Prep taking on Elkhorn South in an elimination game, and then Millard West and Millard South are playing at Haymarket in the winner's bracket. In Class B, it's still 4-4, Waverly and Bennington in the top of the sixth. For Kearney High today, they managed just the three hits in the ball game. Two of those came in the fourth inning, and the first hit of the ball game was Sam Engberg in his first at bat in the third. Got a single, uh, a bunt attempt, didn't get him over, but he did steal second, and he was stranded there. Then in the fourth, Braden Miller singled. Will Richter came in to run for him. He stole second. Mason Casper grounded out to short, but then Corbin Rich drove him in with a single to a right field, and uh, he was stranded at first after Stroh popped out and Worley grounded out, and Corbin Rich with that hit in the fourth, that was the last man to reach for Carney as 11 consecutive men were retired by Brody Sintek. For Noah Carpenter, uh, he's going to take his first loss of the year, going five-plus innings, six strikeouts, one walk, eight hits, and giving up the two runs in the fifth. The number nine hitter, designated hitter Jackson Gilfrey, singled Dawson Glouse, bunted him over. Dylan Dix singled him in, and then Dix advanced to second on a fielding error. And then Austin Callahan drove him in with a double and was stranded at second base after Herrick and Sintek went down as the four or five hitters to end the fifth inning. And uh, after that, uh, one hit by uh, Mitchell Glouse, but he was wiped out on a double play, a line out to Mason Casper, who doubled him off back at first. And offensively today for Archbishop Bergen, they kind of spread it out, but Austin Callahan was the man. He was three for three with a double and an RBI. Dylan Dix, as we said, had the other RBI in the ball game. Eli Herrink was one for two with a single, and he walked in the baseball game. Mitch Glaus had a single in the game, and Brennan Callahan had a single. Also, Jackson Guilfrey only batted twice, 
but uh, he singled and reached on a fielder's choice. Thank you to our fine sponsors, Home Real Estate, Buffalo Roofing, Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill, Duncan Tice Construction, Tech Flooring, Biotest Plasma Center, Lanny Carlson Motors, Moonlight Custom Screen Print and Embroidery, Insurance Connection, The Bike Shed, Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses, and Great Western Bank. We'll be following the Bearcats, the Stars, and all of Central Nebraska's track teams at the state meet, getting underway Friday morning in classes A and C at 9 a.m., B and D at 3, and again for you all day Saturday. And good luck to the teams at State Tennis the next two days and State Golf next week as Kearney and Kearney Catholic have qualified their teams as well. Archbishop Bergen answers Carney's one run in the fourth with two in the fifth, and they eliminate the Bearcats by a final score of 2-1, to one, and that'll wrap up this inaugural season of Carney baseball. And as you know, Legion baseball gets going right after next week. So a lot going on as we head towards Memorial Day and the Shrine Bowl two weeks from Saturday. We'll see some of our Carney and Carney Catholic kids playing in that as well at Foster Field on June 1st at 2 o'clock. So we'll talk to you then. For our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda, Archbishop Bergen 2, Carney 1. Have a good night. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And Midwest Elite Contracting brings that dream to you. Whether your old home is not big enough, needing updates, or new construction, Midwest Elite Contracting can complete it. On time, on budget. They can help you with everything, including the design, new construction, remodel, siding, roofing, and more. The only name you need is Midwest Elite Contracting. Stop in and see the showroom at their new location, 3803 2nd Avenue, and online at MWEliteContracting.com. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.